time for the other three amigos podcast. Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins, and Declan McCormack. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Support the pod on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Tota. Other three amigos podcast. Your unofficial Cork City FC podcast. On this week's other three amigos podcast, finger licking. The fanny tickler makes an appearance. Dark times. The debate. What's going on with the players? There's a Healy shirt for sale. What's your number one shirt you could ever have? Fantasy football, a UCD loss. Who is to blame? Harsh words all round. Jerry, this Friday night and a little bit more. Welcome along to you. Welcome, everybody. It is the Other Three Amigos podcast, the season three, episode 20, 126, all in the award winning podcast 2022. Those awards are coming up soon again. Are we? I don't think we're going to end. I think we'll just leave it off this year. I think we, we've we've done enough, I think. Have we? We've we done enough. Uh, Wayne, I muted you there while you were um, apologizing to your missus, uh, just in case anyone could hear the apologies. Good, good evening to you, Wayne Mullins. Good evening, lads. How are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, good evening. You're looking, you're looking, you're looking feisty, Wayne. I, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's been one of those weeks. Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to this. Good evening to you. Producer Dan. Where are you, Damien? You look like a nonce with that moustache, can I just say? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's brilliant. Fair. Uh, we we go through challenges. The glasses don't help either. <laughs> oh, you should just <laughs> grease all your hair over to one side now. And um, is he going to be worried about about us? Declan McCormick. Good evening to you, Mister Shreen. In hurting, sir. I'm fantastic, Declan. I'm fantastic, and all the better for spending my Saturday afternoon with you. You brilliant, wasn't it? Packets of potatoes. Were those originals? Bottles of Pepsi and abuse at a referee. It was an amazing Saturday. If you'd like to know more about our Saturday spent together, check out Last Amos. Okay. Firstly, 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 thank you to our Patreons, guys. You know, I know we, can, we mightn't recognize you enough, but genuinely, genuinely thank you to everyone that contributes uh, to the pod and keeps us on air. Um, because if we didn't, we wouldn't, we've no interest in paying. You know, we've no interest in paying for all the stuff we use. So, you know, that's that's that. I, I am going to go straight into Someone's saying we missed this last week. I'm a Steve. Beep, beep. I'm a Steve. Beep. It's gone. Oh, oh, it's gone, isn't it? Who put that in there? So Stephen Wynn, think it was missed last week, question mark. Who wrote that? Oh, I did. I did. Ben, do you not remember what happened? He wasn't on the pod, and he obviously didn't oh, listen back. Oh, right. Okay, you don't listen to the pod. That's interesting, Dan, the one that you weren't on. Um, that's interesting <laughs> that you didn't listen to that. Um, so basically, so it was supposed to be Stephen of the Week, and Declan kept forgetting about it, and he was like, I didn't really think it was going to be Stephen of the Week, and then we were like, yeah, obviously Stephen of the Week is every weekend, and he was like, oh, I didn't really think it. And we said, you know what, no, let's just get rid of it. So it's gone. Uh, that, that, that actually does ring a bell now. No, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right, okay. Young players, go free. Never a cent for Cork City. Well, actually, that's that's completely untrue um, because there's been plenty of cents making their way in due to the transfers we've had this year. Dan, give us a roundup. 
Right, the under-19s, there was defeat in Dublin, Shells 2, City 1, AJ Bowman with City's only goal. The under-17s beat the Finger Lickers 5-1 away, Darren McCormick, Finger Lickers. Matthew Murray <laughs> with a goal apiece, and Reese Kelly Noonan bagging himself too. The under-15s keep their winning streak going as they won against KFC 3-1, two goals from Dylan O'Connell and one from Donal O'Connor. And the under-14s, I can't find the result, but they played UCD. Who, who are the um, Fingerlickers? So, so it's Kerry FC, and someone created, uh, on their Wikipedia page, said their nickname was the Fingerlickers because <laughs> their abbreviation is KFC. Uh, so he has a, he had a full Wikipedia dedicated to it. He admit, he has a fan page out. I, I can get you to tweet it out later. I'll show it to you. Um, okay, okay. There's a full-on okay. fan page. It does, there's chants and everything. So, um, so the KFC, yeah. and they're called Finger... The, the whole thing was they're finger-licking good as the chant, I think. So... Um, Right, okay, okay. That's yeah. that origin story. Um, the women's, they lost 2-1 to Piemont at Turner's Cross on Saturday at 5 o'clock. The women's last Amos pod uh, is there. Um, can I just say that I had more enjoyment at the women's game than the men's game uh, this week? No, it's true. It's true. We'll, we'll, and you'll see why in a minute. So that's that one. Uh, last week, last week, it was all set. It was all set for, for, da- for Dan. Uh, so let's just get an update. Um, you may have heard my opening statement to them because it is forming. Challenge Dan, week one. He's forfeit at the moment is where he must grow a moustache rather than a beard. I can tell you, he is growing a moustache. It is absolutely fantastic looking. I I tried to cheat again, right? I didn't shave the bottom bits around until about the Friday until we lost. And I was like, here, we'll win you against UCD, no problem. Be no bother. I'd be looking like Ned Flanders before we get a win. Christ. It is absolutely brilliant looking. It is a genuine. <laughs> so it's, it's great. And now you can't shave that until we win. Um, and did, like we'll talk about later on, but our next fixtures. Oh, you yeah. better hope you, you better hope you better try and get some game abandoned or something like that, or, or you know, send some threats to Derry City or something like that. Oh, we know you fucking Catholics. We're gonna come and bomb your fucking house. Um, you know. I don't know. Get on to Ian Paisley or something like that and try and get Derry to forfeit the game, possibly. <coughs> that make how, many, how, how many people have you offended so far? Dan, you have a name for it, don't you? The Fanny Tickler. I have, uh, I have in the formation of the Fanny Tickler is what I have in the doc. <laughs> the formation of the Fanny Tickler. That is unreal. It's great. I can't wait to see it in another couple of weeks. Um, right, there, okay, is a, there, is a, there is... There is a Dirk Diggler vibe off the thing, like, I mean... There is in there, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, okay, uh, this is just a car crash. Oh, wrong one. Kami Watch with Ivan Drago on the other Three Amigos podcast. Declan McCormick. What happened the other... Intro, the other music, the stomping, usher, usher, usher. Ah, I think we, I, I just prefer the original one. Like, yeah, it right, just, okay, I do. Because okay. remember, we, we went from that one, then we went to this one. 
Oh, so, so when Russia invaded Ukraine, we were kind of going, that's I'm not too sure about that Russian one on with the Soviet ones. We changed it into North Korea. And then this year, then it became this one. This is Kermi Watch on the other three Kermigers podcast. All heal our supreme leader. There are I just prefer the original. I just think it's better. That's fair enough. You know, I mean, I'll never forget the day I played that for the very first time. <laughs> and I, I do listen to that. I, I listen back and I remember <laughs> it was Wayne like, what? what's going on? <laughs> I think you had gone high pitched as well, Jackie. Now, what is this? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> this Friday at the Derry game, John O'Shea and his book, The Cork City Game of My Life, will be there. I think he might be selling it, but he's also getting the signings available. He's going to have a couple of players, ex players, Derek Hall and Philip Long and Declan Daly, will be there to sign the book for Cork City supporters. So that's this Friday, just before the Cork City game. I presume he'll be just as you come in the, in the, in the gate, you'll see him. Uh, and if you can pick up a copy of that book, you can do as well. It's a great book. It's a great book. Wayne, have you got a merchandise update by any chance? Uh, I don't, no. Okay. Um, someone has no it down update. here. No, yeah. <laughs> no the update. update, is, the update no is there is no update. It was stocked due this weekend. As of recording this pod, there is no update. So I went off and bought a Juventus top, which is quite nice. You bought a Juventus top? Uh, yeah, was yeah. A, a, a similar a retro one, an old one? No, it's a new one. Anthem jacket, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, the other one is the so ju- literally just posted now. Uh, they are looking for coaches at the moment uh, for paid coaches for their junior academy. If you're interested, drop an email to dcoleman at corkcityfc.ie. Uh, sessions take place every Sunday in Musgrave Park and Declan. Again, I remind you. Actually, Dan with that mustache as well. I remind both of you. You must have a minimum UFD license. Okay, you must have a minimum UFD license. If you get one, fair enough, lads. But until then, stay away from Musgrave Park. Okay, and don't play. Colin Healy's shirt from the Bicycle Kick in 20, August 2014 is up for sale at the moment. And it's for an aid of charity, uh, up for auction. Has anyone bid on this? Is this something that would be interesting? You, you I, I have I have a, a bid at the moment. I'm the maximum bidder at the moment in that. Mm. And what's mm. the bid at? Well, I'm not going to say my maximum bid because then people will know what I bid maximum, but it's at 202 euros at the moment. So, my what plan... Would, what, would you expect, what would you expect it to go for? Genuinely, I don't know. Well, I, I think... It, do you remember years ago, like the, some of them jerseys, they sold it in the 2017-2018 season. I think they... Was there some jerseys going for like a thousand euros back then, was there? Am I right in that? The, the blue ones, possibly. Do you remember them? The one, one of them... I saw one of them for um, Temple Street. You sold one? No, I, in, I, I auctioned it on eBay. Um, I had, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the blue one. There was a few of them. I think, what's his name up in Dublin gave me one too. Pat's, the Pat's fella, he's a commentator. I can't remember his name. No, he's a player, like, ex-player. Uh, anyway, yeah, they, they went for over 300, 400, I think, as far as I remember. I think I remember You wouldn't actually, get a thousand yeah. unless it was like one of those um, West German or the three stripes down the side Bayern Munich one. You wouldn't. I want that jersey. And actually, KitCon era was on this weekend and Padder was was up there. And he's an amazing collection of jerseys. And there's one jersey that always got away from me and it was that Blue Marymount one. And I, I'll never forget it. Someone outbid me in the last second and got it. And, I, and to this day, 
every time I see that blue jersey, I get I get very sad. So my, my plan is to win it, to buy it, frame it, put a picture of the bicycle kick on it, you know, that kind of way. That's the plan. Yeah, anyway. Uh, it nice. is for charity. Yeah, it's, it's for a good cause, so well done there. And look, I mean, sh- that, that, what a jersey. What a jersey to own, like, what a jersey to own. Uh, if there was one jersey, De- actually, yeah, this is not. Declan, if there was one jersey from any era of Cork City, any game, any goal that you would love to own, what would it be? Uh, on the spot straight off the top of my head I think Shawnee's from the cup final yeah yeah um, yeah yeah okay that last last you know at a time of extra time um, Shawnee's yeah I think that would be it I don't know whatever happened to them jersey I know I ended up with one, it's one player's jersey from that final uh, upstairs Um, it was given to me but I don't know what happened to them jerseys in the end um, Wayne which jersey? Dave Barry, Byron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Holy Grail, isn't it? But you see... Oh, like, no, no, no. Actually, actually, no. The the, um, the city one we were in China is another one. Oh, that one. The... the um, it was the city refer- jersey, though, but... Yeah, it, was that the kind of Ireland one, wasn't it? The Italian it? 90 the, one with the city crest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like, I mean, you'd wonder, like, all them jerseys, where are they? Like, did the players get to keep them? Probably in charity shops somewhere. Sure, um, I did see one of the West Germany ones on eBay, I think, about 75 quid. No, uh, the players one were saying. Oh. Players, players one. Like, if there was one jersey from any city, goal or player that you'd love to own, Dan, what would it be? Uh, probably Patrick Horgan against Clare or something like that. Sorry, what? What? <laughs> 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 Is this the GA thing you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, look, the Shawnee McGuire goal. You'd want to see, you'd want to fight with Declan. <laughs> We'd have to. Okay. Two nonces. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd love just John O'Flynn's any John O'Flynn jersey. Just John O'Flynn. John O'Flynn. Bit of news this week. Aaron Bolger signed for Stephen Hunt Management. Declan, your thoughts on this? There's none really. I mean, players here have only one year deals. They're obviously, there would be a few of them obviously looking to try and get back to England. I'd say maybe Aaron would be one of them. Look, Stephen Hunt probably has a half decent track record of getting players into League One, League Two level. And, you know, I, I mean, it's as a result of us giving out one-year contracts. And that's, look, that's that's what happens. I mean, Rory Keating has a one-year contract. He's second top scorer in the division. So when you give out one-year contracts, you have to be prepared to lose those players at the end of those contracts. It's it's just, just a fact of life. And it'll be very interesting. Like, when you look at our squad, there's a huge rebuilding job to be done as well. So, like, there's a lot of... A lot of players that have to come in and they have to come in in the summer and the next off season. They're the only windows available. So I think there's going to be a huge turnover of squad in that period. And, you know, would Bulger still be here, say, this time next year? Would Rory Keaton be here this time next year? More than likely not. But they're not really things we can concern ourselves with at the moment because we're, you know, there's enough, there's enough plenty to concern ourselves with at the moment. You know, no, look, my only fear would be that because obviously the, the major amount of moves are done during the summer 
and where Aaron at that stage has what you know four or five months left in his deal does not Aaron does Stephen Hunt start agitating in the summer window because he can do a deal to bring him to a league one club or something like that and does he start as I said agitating and making life difficult for both the club and Aaron and the relationship between the two and the rest of it that's that that would be my only my only fear but I kind of I trust Aaron as well I think I think his heart is in the right place and um I don't have I don't I don't have I'm not overly worried you know but do you think do you think there's any fear of him leaving in the summer um there's always a fear because the agent has a job to do like so that's my fear like that would be my fear it would be on more to do with the agent than to do with the player you know but I mean obviously if, if a player <coughs> say at Cheltenham Town I don't know what level they'd be expecting Aaron to go play in England but I'm say I'm picking clubs out the top but say a Bristol City or a Cheltenham Town or something said yeah we'll take him but we'll only take him in the summer then you're going to have an issue you know then you will have an issue and big issue it's very hard um, it's very hard to hold on to players that don't want to be here then as well you know? Wayne Dan any thoughts on I think that he's gone probably if he's getting signed to this in April an English club is going to pick him up they're going to want him July August I'd say yeah most English clubs don't, they won't wait until January no but are we due a fee for him if he's still in That's contract in... If, if we get 20 grand for him no he's in the middle of the contract so we would be yeah, um, but but are they, so so they're allowed to talk to clubs. We say like six months before the contract expires, but you can get a fee from them in the July, summer. We get a fee, yeah. and if you got ten, fifteen grand plus his wages added on, that could bring in two different players for the rest of the season. So, mm. you know. And we will talk about transfers in a minute because I, I'd like to bring that up later on. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they're all on one year deals. To be honest, I don't think anyone there deserves to be on two year deals. Barry Young lads, I think maybe. A few lads coming through, but I wouldn't be putting any of them on two-year deals. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be getting new contracts now. I'd be waiting until the end of the season. They go, they go. Okay. Dog. Okay. Anyone else anything thoughts on that? Like just to be fair to Aaron, because I just said there, if a player doesn't want to be here, then I I don't mean that Aaron Boulder doesn't want to be here. He clearly wants to be here. I'm just saying, come the summer. Yeah, it if, could be different. If, if 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 there was a chance of a move to England, you know, it's 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 different. But to be fair, when we spoke to Aaron after he got the MVP last year and the interview I did with him, and I asked him about this year, and he did say, "Look, Colin Healy gave me a chance, but nobody else was willing to give me a chance. So I want to play for Cork City next year because I I feel I owe Colin at least that much." And then we know Shelburne were all over him in the off season. And and he's still here. So, you know, I think it's clear he wants to be here. I don't think there's any issue that way. It's just a matter of whether there is an opportunity to go to England or not. I don't know. I, time will tell, I guess. After the game tonight, there is a Healy out social media presence growing. Um, I've done... So this... This is called The Debate. Never before has the forum seen this. A forum divided. Some say he should go. Some say he should stay. Only four men can decide this. It's time for the debate. <laughs> um. 
the debate. Uh, ooh. Friday night after the game. No, do you know? No, 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 no. I still am very much in the, will he stop? Like, you know, I don't think any manager could come in and change anything. I don't think we have the quality, the depth. I, I, I don't know. When you spoke last week, has your mind changed anymore? And will he shut up? You will he shut up? You can't be getting rid of a manager. Absolutely not. I look what's happened with teams in the Premier League. Sean Dyche, the little bounce is still the same. Plenty of our clubs change their managers. Fat Frank, so, Fat Frank hasn't done anything. Another one. Plenty of clubs change their managers. It doesn't work. Some do. Most there's no one in League of Ireland that we know that Liam Buckley's name has been put around. But do you want Liam Buckley instead of Colin Healy? I don't think so. Personally, and I know this is probably going to annoy a lot of people, but I don't really care. I think a lot of these players have done tools. I really do. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, look, and it may, let's, it may not let's be, be straight up. This, this is the word that's out there that the players have just given up. I don't think all no, the players I don't, have. I yeah, so, sorry, so, some players, players some players have given up. Do you know, like, and I said it on the forums, <laughs> sack them. I, I know you can't do I know you can't do it, Declan. I know you posted, you, I was being overdramatic, but I'm sorry now. You know, if you if you don't have enough pride to play for Cork City Football Club, Jersey, you, you shouldn't be here. Leave, go, I, bye, I all the say. best, good luck. Where, where's the evidence that the players have done tools? Dickie, this isn't about evidence. This is about our opinions on what's happening. And I've said, that's what I said literally two minutes ago, I said, I believe, and I also said, people won't be annoyed by it, that I believe certain players have down tools. I'm not saying it's okay. fact. I'm saying it's my opinion, and I feel very f***ing strongly about it. All right? Okay, so back up, back up your opinion. I'm still talking. Back it up. Back it up. The shit we're watching. What players? What players have done tools? I'm not going to name players on this podcast. Why would I do that? Do you think that these players, the way they're playing, is on is on is acceptable? Do you think that certain players, the way they saw their own that's your opinion. Same with I have an opinion, so don't come attacking me for my opinion. I think certain players there are taking the piss. Right? People are asking for Healy out after ten fucking games in a league after he won the league last season. Do you think? It's his style is the reason we were that shit on Friday night and where we lost 4 0 to Pats. It's absolutely ridiculous to suggest that. Season one, I made a joke about sending the players on to pitch zone and ripping up the contracts. A bit, a bit sarcastic. But I'm being serious now. These lads are not playing to their full potential, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Some are, some are not. And some are just not fit. I get that. But it's unacceptable. Oh, hang on. How, how can he not get the fit? Like, I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. But like, I have to like match, match, match fit, match sharp, match fit is like from what I from what I saw on Friday night and previous matches. Some players just just don't care. I, like I, I'm sorry, I have to say it. Like it was an absolute. Like they, they just look like they don't really care, and whether that's because they've down tools or they just couldn't give a shit. And that's what that's what I'm thinking there. That's what it, I I mean. I, I I agree with you. In I don't think you can blame. I don't think I, I don't think you can blame. You can't blame the manager. You can't blame. It's a, like all this blame is on O'Healy and all this blame is on Usher and all this blame. The, the players are responsible at the end of the day. They're they're paid professional players 
to go out and represent your football team. And from what I can, what I can, I've seen, some of them just don't get, don't care. They don't care. And I hope it changes. I hope they get ripped an apps. I hope they get a, a, a new asshole tore by them by someone at the club. They're the worst thing. Worst or best, I don't know. Is if they can't perform for Cork City, they will end up in the Munster Senior League or play for Cove Ramblers. You know what I mean? I just don't. <laughs> but this is what happens. Do they think about playing, playing terrible? They're going to go. Oh, I'll go to another club next season. Who's going to have you? You know, and yeah, we weren't great last year. Dickie's always said, "Oh, these players like they're, of course, they're good enough. Maybe not good not enough good to win enough. the league or finish fifth or sixth. They're good enough to play better than we're playing." Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they are better than. I don't yeah. expect them to win the league. I don't expect them to win four or five nil. <clears throat> I expect them to put in a performance that shows that they're at least competitive against these teams. And UCD was just a shocker. Declan, your thoughts. I think you're off your heads, to be honest with you, in so much that you're making very, very serious accusations against the players and there's there's no evidence to back it up. And, like... What do you put down the, the performances to so? What do you put... Like, if, we, if, if the players aren't put they're in... They're not good enough. But as a, diff- as, a con- as a collective, as a group, I'm not talking about individually or anything else, as a group, they're not good enough. But that does not mean that they're not trying. Or that they're not as putting a group? in an what do you mean as a, No, hang on now. As a, what do you mean as a group? They're not good enough. As a squad. As a squad. As a squad. Individually, there are individual players in there who clearly are good enough. But as a squad, and it's a squad game, and that's the thing. But is that squad good enough to be UCD? Is that squad good enough to be UCD? Of course it's good enough you to be UCD. You would think so. So, so why, yeah. did, why couldn't they go out and beat them? Why couldn't they go out and beat them? Because it's like shit happens the whole time. You can't put, you can't, like... Okay, it's your opinion. The players aren't trying. I'm just saying it's a very serious accusation to make and you should be able to back it up with, with, with examples so and evidence. So you think so? I should come out here and name players who no, I think... No, the, no, 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 no. I'm asking Decky, do you think I should come out here and name specific players who I think have down tools? You think I should do that? Really? Yes, I do, yeah. We have lost yeah. an amigo. <clears throat> Declan, uh, so just, just to sum up your thoughts on that. I just think, look, as I said, as a collective, that squad is not good enough. I spent two months at the end of last season saying that squad was going to struggle immensely in the Premier Division if we didn't invest in it. We didn't invest in it. We're struggling badly. No, that's the way it's going to be. Friday night was an absolute disgrace. We had five attempts on goal in the game, and we'll probably talk about it in a minute. We made seven tackles in the game, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, there's lots to be discussed and lots, but my point is, I still don't believe players are not trying. I just don't believe we're good enough. And the thing was, UCD sat in, gave us the ball, like lots of sides do, and said, break us down, and we don't have that ability. So we end up knocking 40-yard balls in on top of fellas. Why that, that are we not good issue. enough, though? Should, like, now it goes down to, why aren't we good enough? I think like there's lots of different components to that. Like I think it's, it's naive to dismiss anybody who says Healy out. Like, I think, I think at this stage, there has to be a conversation to be had there. 
There has to be a conversation to be had there. I'm in the Helian camp. I don't want to see Colin gone in any way, shape, or form. I think he has enough credit in the bag from what he achieved last year, and I definitely think he deserves the summer window. you got to remember, when we struggled in his first season in the first division, he brought in Coffey and he brought in Bolger in that summer window, and we improved, and we improved to the end of the season. Then he made signings very early in the offseason, and we won the league. Obviously, we're not going to win the league next year, but he does have shown an ability to sign players hey, and bring them in. Stay positive. <laughs> yeah, you know? So I do think he deserves that time, but there are elements to our play. We're exceptionally slow in what we do. We don't move the ball at any pace. As I said, when teams sit in against us, like UCD did in the second half the other night, We're lost. We can't break them down. We had two attempts on goal in the second half the other night. We were 1-0 down against the bottom side in the league. That's all we managed to create. And the last of them, I think, was in the 53rd or... Was it 58 minutes? Sorry, 50... I did write it down now and I can't find my notes, but it was before. So we went the whole half an hour, the whole last half an hour of the game without having a single attempt on goal. I mean, that's... We, we, we'll talk. We'll talk about the UCD game in, in a yeah. bit. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on the whole Healy thing? I think the question is definitely allowed to be asked now at this stage. But the players did let him down in UCD. They didn't try hard enough. I do believe that there was no real fighting them. They didn't want to go grab the game by the scruff of the neck. You're one and down against UCD. Like you could get two goals in the second half. I believe if you really tried. Um, but in regards to maybe squad depth. Is that Colin's fault? I don't know. I feel like that's where we're lacking. If Bolger's gone, we're in serious trouble. And if it happens to Keating, if he gets injured, Jesus, we're, we're absolutely shag like. And like, I keep saying this. Everyone, the, the cat's mother, you know what I mean? Like the goldfish in my bowl knew we didn't have a big enough squad. We were screaming. We didn't, you said it, Dick. We don't have a left back. Any injury to any of our senior players and first team players meant we didn't have the depth. And I, I, I still wonder, like, who made the decision to go into the season saying, oh, yeah, we're grand? I probably think that's what it comes down to, the Healy in, Healy out thing. If it was his decision about the squad depth, then you'd be probably, I don't, I don't know. If, if we have, continue to pour on a farm, you're probably looking at Healy out. But if it was someone else's, I would say Healy in. But I think that's another key to it. Do we know that there was actively a decision made at any stage that, you know, this the squad is no big enough or the depth is no good enough and somebody said, look, we don't need any more players? I don't think that was the case. I think what Colin has always kind of said and alluded to was takeover went through in, what was it, the, the 7th of December. Obviously, we've said before about a lot of players being off the market at that stage. Colin has always said he won't bring in a player just for the sake of bringing in a player. So that's why I'm saying he definitely has to get the summer window to allow him to try and improve the squad. I mean, as you said, I think we've 21 players. What did we last year? 27 or 28? That to me mm-hmm. alone says that Colin was looking for at least five or six more. And for whatever reason, be it time scales or ability or whatever else, they just they just couldn't get them. So as I said, I think he gets he has to get the summer window then to rectify that but it's a fluid situation and it's changing the whole time so I mean you know what if we lose the next train to trot you know then Wayne your thoughts on the whole Helio Helian thing do you think the players are you know putting in enough effort yeah I think they're doing well I think um, 
three points against Derry would be fine. Give him a chance, you know. Everyone deserves a second chance, third chance. Do it's a fourth chance, who knows? But um Yeah. Helian. Okay. Um go, go team. Did if only the toe tappers knew what went on in the segments that would never air. Um <laughs> City boss Colin Healy and players Kevin Kustovich and Daniel Krezic, they dropped into the Corky camp in Bishopstown before departing for the game on, um, on Friday night. Uh, it was good. It's a pity they didn't drag a few of those Corky camp kids. They probably would have been bought in bed of an F, more of an effort than some of the players that were on the pitch on Friday night. So maybe the next time they head to the Corky camp, guys. Name them. The, Which ones? Take a few of the kids. Dan! Maintains his stranglehold on the league with 672 points. Oren Carolyn isn't letting him get away too easy, however, as he is on 656. Can I stop you there, Dan? Can I stop you there? Why are you shouting? Because you know when I get download your WAV file, I can see exactly where... It's like this big, massive blur. Why do you shout? You're roaring into the microphone, man. That's what the uh, lads in Sky Sports be doing. No, they don't. They speak. All right, I, like I, you know, things like this, Dan, and it comes in like this. It's not brilliant, like, because I like this, it's going to go through the fucking thing. Thought the boys are having the argument again, All right? Uh-huh. Okay, hang on, no. let me get your back on track. <laughs> no, not yet. You're you're talking over the vocals, Dan. Look, listen. Colin Porter maintains his stranglehold on the league on 672 points. Owen Carolyn isn't letting him get away too easy, however, as he is on 656. Adam must be feeling down in the dumps back now in 11th on 630 after a bright start to the season. Boring Keen Coleman maintains his position at 24 on 587 points. Dan falling back down to 33rd on 567. Dickie closes up the gap at 36. On 556 points, Eileen Ring is in 41st on 545. Mr. Mullins is in 47th on 539. Shreen and Last of the Toe Tap crew once again in 55th on 419. Dara Halpine clings on to hope down at 72nd on 426 points with Lucas Gibson and Brian Toomey set for the drop on 407 on 401 points respectively. Tune in again next week for another round of non-stop pulsating LOI fantasy football action. Thank you, Dan Dolan. Um, for that I forgot about it this week lads I did I forgot to make transfers I'm forgetting about same, it every week now anyway mm, okay <laughs> uh, right okay that is half time we're going to come back in part two where we'll discuss the UCD game on Friday night we'll also take a look forward to Derry at home on Friday we've got mailbox we've got a bit of Queenstown action uh, and a bit more see you in part two Toe Tapper Hey Toe Tappers become an elite supporter of your favourite podcast by signing up to our Patreon. For as little as €2 euro a month, you can help us to continue to bring you all your favourite Cork City FC news and fun. Imagine life without Lean Bossen. Imagine not hearing Commie Watch. Well, it's time to stop being a tight arse and sign up to one of our five tiers. Each tier has different perks for you. Click the link on totap.ie or head to patreon.com forward slash totap. We're broke and poor and need your hard-earned cash. Welcome back to Power 2 Toe Tapper. We're just talking with Dan's pooper scooper, uh, which is alongside him. Um, it's a big, gigantic horse pooper scooper. That's a big 
They must have big poops, do they then? It's incredibly big. Incredibly big. Incredibly you big. He does, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have them now? Like, are they next to you? Are they near the house? Oh, uh, there's one. Uh, <gasps> Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him in. They won't fit in the garage with the John Deere in here anyway. A John Deere? Deere. Oh, like, a John Deere Go on, John Deere lawnmower. John Deere lawnmower. Oh, Doesn't is matter. It, is it a riding lawnmower like? Yeah. Do you have wireless? <gasps> do you have wireless then? What are you using? Throw, on, phone. throw a hotspot in your phone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's go on a John laptop. Deere and go for a... <laughs> Do you know what? Next week now, Dan, I want you to go. You, you, we're going to do something on the phone. You, you need to go up with the horses, okay? So next week. Um, okay. All right. Anyway, on Friday night, UCD in the Belfield oh, Bowl. City so last one nil. I made the decision at about two o'clock. I'm going to head to this game. As I got to Manister Evan, I'll be honest, I started thinking, going, we could lose this. We could lose this game. So. Sneakily, at around um, 7 o'clock, I picked up a couple of cans and put them into my boot, just in case we lost. City obviously lost 1-0, a goal in the second minute. This was, it was, it was shocking. And, and we've said this now a few times this year, this was the worst. I'll just come a to you A few times first. today. Like, I just don't think there was... Oh, I I don't even want to I don't I don't even want to talk about it. Someone was start talking to me today about it, and I was like, "Would well, you stop talking to me about it?" I'm just angry. I'm angry over it. The fans were angry. We're all angry. It wasn't good enough. We start with Kieran Kieran Bagri on the bench. He's injured, but he's on the bench. Why is this? Rory Keating was taken on half time. Was he injured? We don't know. Was it tactical? Declan, just quickly let, let, let's let's sum up your sum up your thoughts on the whole thing, Dec. My thoughts on the whole thing Friday night was pure and utter disappointment. I mean, I was just sitting in the chair on my own. Everybody else has gone to bed, watching TV. And I realized halfway through what I was watching, I wasn't paying any attention to it. And I just stopped it. It was like, it's that that bow, feeling bow. in the gutter or somewhere. You're not angry. You're not, you're not mad. You're not any of those things. You're just <clears throat> purely and utterly disappointed. And it's actually... It's probably the worst feeling in the world. And I, I I know I've said before, don't get too high and don't get too low. But it was impossible not to get low after that. I mean, it was just impossible. Like, and it was it was it was absolute shit. Like, and it was much worse than Pats, in my opinion. Even though we lost four nil and Pats, we lost one nil the other night. I think it was much worse because when you look at Pats and their results since and what they were doing coming into that game, they've they've actually been on a fine run of form, and yes, they beat us four 0 But Friday night was just it was the lowest I've been regarding Cork City in Colin Healy's time. Maybe what was the game that night? Formerly form team formerly known as Bray, or you know, they're part of Bray you now, and they beat just us still called Bray. <laughs> Um, continuity Bray Cabantini yeah maybe the night they beat us 2-0 in the cross was was a pretty dreadful night but I think I think last Friday night was worse again and I think maybe it was our own arrogance maybe none of us considered for a second according to pod last week that you know maybe we might lose the game or we maybe we won't win it you know and maybe it kind of looked like that was running through the team as well because like when 
like the best time to concede a goal is in the first minute because you have 90 minutes after it to correct it. But sure, we never, ever looked like correcting it. Like we had five attempts in goal in the whole game, as I said, two in the second half, none in the last half an hour. How do you have no attempt in goal in the last half an hour of a game where you're 1-0 down against the bottom side in the league? I mean, how? How is it possible? And it's just, everything was just, I don't know, it was just a shit show from start to finish. An absolute shit show. I mean, the game was slow. You know, they're passing the ball slowly around when you're 1-0 down. And, you know, it was just sluggish passing. Wayne, some of your thoughts mm. on the whole thing. I thought it was very poor by most of the players. My main issue is set pieces. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of that starting 11 are over six foot. And every single free kick or corner wasn't crossed in, per se, for attacking the ball with your head. So I, I don't get this. Like, every free kick that Bulger was taking or a corner was coming in, it was lofted in. You need to be swinging it in medium height to head it and hard. In swinger, even out swinger. And all our free kicks and our corner kicks are just not good enough for a team who are built to be a set-piece team. I just don't understand it. And that's one frustration. The other frustration was our lack of connectivity between the midfield and attack. It just wasn't there. I thought we panicked a lot. Yeah, we, we considered a goal in the first two minutes. It happens. But I was still convinced the rest of the game we, we, we'd come back. And it was just horrendous shit. I think a lot of the players need to take a look at themselves and realise that are they, are they trying hard enough? Are they getting stuck in when they need to? Are they passionate enough, determined enough to get the result? I wouldn't say they've down tools. I wouldn't say that. I would question but their motivation that they're playing. I don't think it's a motivation you know. issue. I think I think it's a mixture of everything. I think do a lot of players believe in the style of play we're playing? Do they believe a lot in their own ability? Do they believe in their manager's ability? Have they given up? And, I don't know. And I would also question the players. Their want, their desire. We've done, we've done this before. My thing is, you're not playing for Colin Healy. You're not playing for Dermot Usher. You're not playing for the toilets. You're not playing for, you're not playing for, you know, I would hope that you're not playing for massive money. You're playing for the Cork City FC team, the biggest team in Ireland. You're playing for the jersey, which should motivate you enough to get get your shit together and put some effort in. There, I, I, I would count... I would count two players on that pitch who seemed like they had a bit of an interest the other night. Two. I'd question everyone else. I thought they were an absolute disgrace. Dan? Uh, well, you were there. What was the reaction like from the fans? Shocking. Actually shocking. Absolutely shocking. Fans were not happy. And I'm, and I'm talking like fans who have, you know, fans who have been there and would probably not have given as much shit to a team. Like... That's for football fans. And I have to get it. I don't care if my team lose, if they put in an effort. You know, you lose, okay. You tried your hardest. That's grand. You get clapped off. Well done, lads. I refused to clap them when they were coming off. They, they did come over. They clapped the fans. There was one or two people clapped, but I mean, most of them were just, it was just, it was just disgust. You're right, Deck. It was disappointment. And I think 
I got into the car and I don't think I spoke until fucking junction 14. You know, it was just genuinely, and for me not to speak for a period of 40 minutes. <laughs> think about it, lads. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, uh, there's a stat I, there. Andrew Kaneen and... Tw- Go on, sorry, Dick. No, I was just going to say that it was, yeah, it was it was just fundamentally awful. And my biggest concern is where has, like, we were terrible at Pats and Colin clearly called, he called them out. He said he didn't call them out. He did call them out. And they responded in Dun- in that Dundalk game, you know, and, and okay, Dundalk might have been great, but we, we were, we worked hard. We snapped into tackles. We forced them into mistakes we defended well we did all those things how do you not how does that not get carried through then to the next game I guess because like I genuinely thought that the Dundalk game was kind of like a line in the sand and this is how we're going to go from here on in we're going to be hard to beat we're going to be compact we're going to be tight and we're going to go from there and then you you turn up to that like I hate it was a shit show like on Friday night and there was a couple of things. Keating wasn't injured when he was taken off. In fairness to Wayne, he said it 30 seconds after the substitution was made. He was at, I don't think Keaton is injured. It's the wrong call. And it was well, clearly I the wrong call. And I, I and I had said to you guys at halftime, he needs to go two up. He needs to bring Tunde on and play him off Keating. And when I saw Keaton was taken off, I was just, it was just... It was genuinely mind-boggling because you're 1-0 down away from home in a game you can't afford to lose. In a game you really should be winning because if you're not, you're basically giving up three points to the rest of every other team in the division. How, like, I just don't... Till the day I die, I'll never understand that substitution. I'll just never understand. I don't care if he had never touched the ball in the first half. He wasn't great in the first half in Sligo. He came out five minutes later, balls back in the net from 25 yards. That's just, it's just like, it's just madness. In my opinion, it was Am I do, like uh, Tunde came on and uh, Jesus, I, I see he got a lot of criticism, but I thought he played absolutely brilliant. I thought when he came on, he changed the game. He had, yeah, I, he was, he, there was a ball that came over at one stage, he had beautiful first touch, laid it off, made a move. I actually thought Tunde had a great, when he came on, was really, really good. And, uh, uh, you know, no, I wasn't drinking away because I was driving. So, no, 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 nothing like that. Genuinely, I thought. And actually, we, we look at it. But there's a stat there. Andrew Kaneen on Twitter said, City's XG was 0.24. The average so far this season against UCD is 1.55. City are now the first side to lose an SG, XG battle to UCD this season. Does that mean anything, Dan? Did you put that in there? No, I didn't anyway. Does ex, Declan, ex, the old expected goals rubbish. Do we do we actually bother with that stuff? Like, I'm not a big fan of it, but I just thought it was very interesting. That, you know, it was it was was ours was point two four when the rest of the league is averaged one point five five. I mean, that gives a a, a a stunning indictment of what we were at Friday night. We had one shot and target in the whole game. That was the one that Joe O'Brien Whitmarsh had early in the first half. That was that was the only effort on target we had in the whole game. We had five attempts on goal. Five attempts on goal in the whole game. Is that? I mean, is geez, that like? Didn't the Dundalk match? How many corners do we have? Um, give me two seconds and I'll tell you. I don't. I don't think we had. We didn't have. Yeah, that. How many no, shots? It's, it's important. It's important because how, how many shots on target do we have in Dundalk against Dundalk? Was this quite similar? Wasn't it? One, two, no. We had, we had one against Dundalk. We had one against Dundalk. We had one shot and target against Dundalk. 
So we've had two shots on target in two matches, 180 minutes of, of football. We've had two shots on target. We, we had two corners in UCD, two corners in, against UCD. I don't um, know why you were whispering about two corners. Yeah, I don't know either. I was, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I knew we didn't have money. Like, to me, like, so we, how many shots do we have on target against uh, St. Pat's? Uh, against St. Pat's. It was probably Pat's two. Shots on target, we had three. So in, in 270 minutes of football now, we've had five shots on target. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like... Does players have more shots on target than our whole team in a game? Something's not right. Something no, it's, it's clearly not right. And I mean, but like we were so slow moving the ball the other night that inevitably it ended up we were so slow moving it and then we went backward. And inevitably the majority of the time it ended up with Ali Gilchrist or Jonas Hackenden from just inside their own half, pumping the ball forward 35, 40 yards, Keating has gone off. At that stage, and you're, you're, you know, you're trying to get Kean Murphy to win balls in the air and this kind of thing. And they were just... Both both their wingers are six foot plus. They should be winning them. That's the thing. They should be winning them. Players like Coleman and players like Kresic and players like Kean Murphy should be winning these balls. I know Coleman's going to be deep, further deeper, but he went higher up the pitch against. Um, oh, who was it? Who was it? Drew one all. It was the home game against Strahada, I think you're talking about. So. Yeah. So, like, we've got players with height. Why aren't we using it? I just don't get that. So here's a penny for your thoughts. A whistle for a kiss. Damn, if you love me, that you love me. UCDSA University. Uh, they, some, some fan page got quite offended by that as well. And they've been up like, oh, I'll never forget Greg Bulger and Daryl O'Connor. Anyway, so here's what people are saying. Fan expectations were too high before the season started. You can't throw money at the squad outside the transfer window. Healy can't win the fan criticism battle now. He's always hiding on to a f- hiding to zero. Once we get by the transfer window, offload a few, buy a few and survive our first season back. Wayne, is that true? Fan expectation was not high. Fan expectation was seven to eight. I know I said eight or nine in the format. I didn't mean seven or eight. It was the, the owner put the shits up the players by saying we should be finishing near European spots, I believe, was it? Top half, he said? Yeah, it's fine. So it, it wasn't fan expectation. Fan expectation was very low. I think the fan expectation is more, we don't mind if they lose, if it's a good loss. Like, am I right in that? Am I the only person? No, that's, that's, that's exactly right. I don't think oh, so. I, I don't if you're going to lose. Oh, no, you have to, you have to, you need points. I don't care if we're rubbish. Yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need points mm. on the board. I give this one to you, Decky Kieran. Denise says here, someone winner has to get right on all. All off the field work should be focused as this is a priority. A balance clearly needs to be struck in terms of a critical mass of quality personnel to ensure survival of the season while not spending ahead in the, of the winter window. Agree? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I mean, that Dan, summed it up pretty well. Uh, we know some of these are. I'll just, I'll just read them first. Billy O'Connor says, inexperienced management, inexperienced players, inexperienced owner is a recipe for disaster. There's a big few weeks ahead for the club. Our results are up and down like, well, you know, okay, it the rest. Joke shop. Chris Martin says, people calling for Healy's head, who comes in genuine question. This season is really full of ups and downs. Teams in transition from a first division squad to a premier. Healy couldn't recruit properly in the close season because of the takeover. But yes, no hiding it. Shocking result. 
And we did already have a chat about that. Um, Ian Draper said, Cardiff and Wales and Timor Sarah in Romania also have university teams in their leagues. Thanks, Ian. Um, Joe Langford, <laughs> criminal. Long time since I've seen any city team devoid of passion like this. No pride in the shirt from one of them tonight. Again, we've kind of said this as well. Tom O'Callaghan, last Friday, Healy out. Monday, Healy in. Tonight, Healy out. Uh, it would be funny old game if it wasn't so maddening. Derry next week, then two trips to Dublin. Hard to see when things are going to get better. Uh, Tom, for that. Uh, Billy Dorney, fans are pissed off. End of time for honesty. No blind loyalty. We need quality on the pitch. It's not there. And it's not coming soon enough, he said. Uh, he's got to go, said Roy. Uh, worse than Pats. Worse than Pats. Uh, said Declan McCormack. Oh, Declan, you grammatically. Oh, expand, please. Richie Hadlow has the meme, the you know, the man sitting in the room of fire, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's what a great meme. Stig95, Healy hasn't a clue what he's doing, not picking Varian, the man who tore them a new one at the cross last month when he came on and keeping calm on the pitch was for the full 90, uh, one of the worst results in the, the club's history. Shane McDermott, um, these, so it's like emojis, there's a circus on fire. All oh, right, okay, something like that. Um, LOI designed no communication. Gareth Boyberry, puke football, getting hack and Coleman to hoof the ball into the box. All second half, more creativity in a morgue. Owen Donovan, Coleman has to be playing as a centre-back. Four defenders again tonight with Keane playing in midfield. When will Healy realise Coleman is not a midfielder? I'm sorry, but Healy has to go. Um, Ronan Coleman, Galway, bring back Finn. Michael O'Brien, can't blame Healy for this, in my opinion. The squad we have isn't good enough. I think it's going well to be lucky to avoid automatic relegation. Mike McCarthy said going down. Uh, Alex says, good luck picking four man of the matches for that. Patrick, first division squad should have been 2-0. Billy Dorn and embarrassing. Humbled. He, um, Dunnock's Healy scored a bicycle kick nine years ago. Healy in. Uh, our secondary school is out in the FA Cup. Anyone know what Forrest Trust is up to these days, said Eric Barry. Healy out. Enough said. Wayne, chaos grenade. Do the live stream you did last Friday. Finaldo was there. A rabble, utter shit, lack of shape, too slow, too ponderous, not cute enough, no aggression, no midfield, just shit. Reasons to be very worried. It's not good, is it? A lot of over-exaggeration there, I feel. Do you know, and I think in that about the old penny for toss, do we put it up at a time when we probably shouldn't, when everyone's like really emotional? Is it a bad time? That's the best. No, it's the best time to put it up, no. isn't it? I mean, I mean, if we win, everyone's happy. Yeah, it's a fair yeah. reflection of people's thoughts. Mm. I think. Do you know? I, I just realised there, we we've no player in the squad over the age of twenty eight. Isn't that mad? Isn't it really? Ali Chris is the oldest at twenty eight. Yeah. Huh. Then you have um, Keating and Tunde Owalabi at twenty seven, and then the next one is twenty five. Oh, it's mm. a young squad, yeah. yeah. Young squad inexperienced. Can I throw small flame the ointment here, mm. just in terms of all those penny to the thoughts? Do! And I'm just looking here now. What happens if UCD go and win in Sligo on Saturday night? Is there a bit of a We're reevaluation? Of Is there a bit of a reevaluation goes on? Because they drew with Shells the week before, and Shells had very, very, very similar stats to what we had five attempts on goal. Uh, one on target, small corner count, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The stats are very, very similar. So I just wonder: is there a I'll bit of a, right? is there a bit of something happening at UCD? Is there a bit of a bit of a comeback or a bit of a bill going on there? You know? When the UCD ultras were out singing us up in um, <laughs> UCD, going, "Give me a U, give me a C, give me a D. What do you got, UCD?" And we could do it. 
I actually said, these f***ers look rejuvenated. They're on holidays from college. I'm telling you now, they were up to shit on holidays. I'd be getting <laughs> drug tested. No, I can't say that. If you see um, get a result against Sligo, what happens is the fans go, oh my God, we're shit. We're getting beat by UCD. <laughs> we're going table. down. We're yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because the next four matches, we could be, we could be, you know, they they have Sligo, they've got Dundalk, they've got um, Bowes in the next three. We've got Derry, Shells and Bowes in our next three. But it shows that all it takes is three games to be world beaters. Yes, yes. Speaking of world beaters. The other three amigos MVP. Like, why did we agree to do this after every game? Okay. It, it was a bit of an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. basically, I think, on this one, was it? Um, so we, the four nominations were Josh Honahan, Daniel Kresic, Tunde Olawebi, and Jimmy Corcoran. <laughs> Who the f- picture Jimmy? Like, <laughs> I did. I, I don't mind putting my hand up and saying I did. Well, actually, I'm actually. I he do made a apologize. great save. He made, he made save. that save, didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. He did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. The winner was Josh Honehan with forty-eight percent of the winning. Well done, Josh. And do you know what, Josh? One of the players who I thought was angry at, at, at losing. Is he one of your two, is he? He is. Yes. Mm. Who, who played? You, you picked. Uh, no, don't matter. Tundio Alabi, didn't you? No, we didn't never give out who picked who. You just gave out his one. I'd delete that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem putting my hand up to it. No matter. So there you go, Josh Honan, congratulations, five points for you. Right, okay, we're going to move straight on to Derry this Friday night. This Friday night we'll play Derry at the cross. Derry's last three, they drew two all with Dundalk away. Their last one was a ballers at home. They also lost to Drogheda, one nil at home. They're in a poor run of form. Oh, just a quick one. The referee, and uh, look, we can't blame the referee for losing the game. I understand that. He was absolutely terrible-like as well. Oh, I don't know. Rob Harvey is refing us for the third time this season. He refed us a Shamrock Rovers away, Shamrock away, and drugs at home. And now this one. Derry are currently third in the league. They're on a poor run of form, but the third, and they have 16 points. They're seven points ahead of us. If we win, we can go level with Dundalk. We can go level with Dundalk. But if we lose and UCD beats Ligo, which is quite possible with their run of form, we will be one point off relegation. Wayne. Yes. What do we do on Friday night? I don't know. I just, I don't know. If you haven't got the players, what can you do? If you don't have the tools, how can you fix something? This is the thing. I am, um, I don't know. You just, you, I, I, Decky's going to have to, I, I don't know. I'm all out of ideas. You know, my, my idea, it's obviously not working. Four four two. Get the ball. In the Dan, box. Dan, I'll give you this one. Dan, what, what, what's, what should, what would you do, Noah? Who would you play? What would you do? I, I, what I would don't you, what know would you who, do? who I'd start, but I'd play defensively and just hope we can get a draw. The consensus from the Derry City camps, just from going through their online stuff, they don't seem to have uh, like prolific striker. They don't. Um, they're not happy. So they they might not get one from play. You'd be hoping, or maybe we can catch them on a counter. Maybe a set piece, but that doesn't look too uh, good for us at the minute. Um, I think I think we can get a result. I think actually we will get a draw out of the game. 
they don't have prolific strikers. Declan, my statistic man, players like Patrick McElhinney, Jordan McEniff, you know, Derry are devoid of quality. Ben Doherty uh, at defence is one of the lead, I think you see the one of the leading scorers in the league. Um, scoring again the other night, actually. What's the crack with Derry? I I think they've I think they I think they're soft I think they're a soft side I think if you get in kick them bite them hit them scratch them stick your finger in their eyes whatever you know whatever you want to do rough them up like I don't think like if we stand off them and allow them to play their football and stand back and admire them then we'll get hammered if we do what we did against Dundalk and just put it up to them I I. I think they have a soft underbelly, like I genuinely do. And I watched a lot of their game yesterday against Dundalk, and like the second Dundalk goal, I don't know if any of any of you see it. Defensively, it's an absolute catastrophe from Derry. Like even the first goal is a set piece. It's a, it's an in swinging free kick that's just they just get a flick on, but. Derry didn't deal with it well. They're missing Mark Connolly at the back. Ryan Graydon went off injured yesterday. Didn't look great, so I don't know whether he'll be available or not. He gave us plenty of problems in Turner's Cross when he was playing for Longford Town. Now, the other side of that then is Michael Duffy came on to replace him, and he's he's back, you know. But then you'd worry about Duffy's match fitness. Doherty got a great goal. Everything they All their good stuff seemed to come down the right-hand side with Graydon. And then, as I said, he got injured, he went off, but Doherty scored from that side as well, cutting back in on his left foot and just bent one beautifully into the corner using the defender to to kind of shield it from the keeper. So, listen, they have quality, lots of quality, if you allow them to play. I just, I question the old kind of dogs of war stuff, like whether if we if we give them the dogs of war stuff, whether they'll be up for the actual battle, you know? I, I'm not sure they, I'm not sure they want to, earned the right to play their football if that makes sense you know 10 games they've conceded 7 goals only they actually have the second best defense. they have the joint best defensive record in the league uh, with Shelburne uh, they've scored 13 in those 10 so they're averaging 1.3 goals per game we are also averaging 1.3 goals per game which is interesting we've also we've conceded 18 which is, which is the problem we now have the second worst defensive record in the league Jordan McAniff or as you call him Declan McAnuff is he the danger man we need to watch? He got sick yesterday anyway on the pitch and was taken off um, against Dundalk. So. And tell us, tell us what happened. Like he just puked, to be fair to him. I mean, it could happen to anybody. He obviously had a lash of vodka in Red Bull the night before or something. And He got know, he puked uh, on a artificial pitch and what yeah. happened? Oh, they just sent some young fella on with a dustpan and brush and literally put the dustpan down, got the sweeping brush and brushed brushed the puke up into the dustpan and off it went. No, like, how can, it, how can it be a football pitch if you can brush puke off it? Like, seriously, I mean, and there's there's plenty of talk now about Oriel Park and the pitch there, etc. But how can you call it a pitch when it's it's like, like, it's like a hard, hard flooring? You just, you know, it brushed off perfectly. I mean, it was mad. It was. I, I'm surprised there isn't memes everywhere today about it and whatnot. Like it was just mental. The big one this week is the Bose bus, which I'm. I do you not know. Whoever that referee is, credit to him. I love. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> Did you see the where the, he grabbed the ball, walked past the the Dublin Bose bus, which is supposed to bring the ball on, and the ball whoever was controlling the bus got angry and followed the ref and tried to knock him over, which is just. Um, Did you see that way? Yeah, it's right, yeah. 
It was funny, wasn't it? You just sort of mm-hmm. looked like you're smiling. And I normally would smile. I'm, I'm reading. Oh, yeah. So, it is frightening. Oh, this is, look, let's just, let's just try and get on with it and get out of this depression. Dan, give us a, give us a, give us a prediction there, Dan. And one all draw. One all draw. Win. I think we're lose 3 0. Declan. But do you know what? No, no. Do you know what now, right? I think you can't play defensive at home. Mm. You're going to have to go for it, but we're going to have to use our advantage, our strength, less height, or we're going to have to just pump it in. That's fair no, enough, right? We're going to have when to. We pump, when we pumped it in, not one of our players could win the ball. Like, I mean, this is just... the problem. We've got, we had a week now to sort it out. Players like Kay Murphy, Krezic, two massive players. Is Kay Murphy tall? Is fifth pump tall? He's six foot He's one, is not, he? is he? He is. Look, he is. Jeez, I never thought that. Kay Murphy is... Uh... All I know he is he's the... nine foot tall. Yeah, he's nine foot tall. One meter yeah. 86. Six one. 186 is a seven foot or something, is it? He's six foot one. But see, he's nine foot when he's fist pumping. Yeah, but I never you can do. Never the problem we're having is we're lofting these balls and you got to do drill up across. Like, I just think that we're not using it to our advantage. That's surely as much to do with desire and they want to get the ball. No, I don't know. Because when Baldrick gets a free kick, like he's he's taking his time. He's letting the defence get... like They should be up there within seconds, knowing what to do, knowing where they should be and not waiting for the defence to... Get their positioning correct and know who they're marking. Cause chaos grenades. Throw them in. Just do different things. Like just flick it up, launch it in high, then drill it across the goal. Just do different. Just get the ball in the box. Like because we won't score fanning about outside the edge of the box. Like we get a throw in at the half line, it goes back to Hacken and it goes across then to uh, Gilchrist and it goes across to the left hand side and then it's playing to Bulger. It's taken ages to get it up there. Now I know launching the ball into the box isn't the greatest idea, but when we're out of ideas and we're out of choices, what else have we got? We can't play it through. Just have some shots. Have some feckin' shots as well. Yeah, like, shots, whatever happens it. in the days of having a shot from outside the box? Are these gone? This is the League of Ireland. Like, this is the point I make every week, Damien. This is the make too much watch in the Premier League where they play the ball through, pass, 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 edge of the box. Have a f***ing shot, lads. Yeah. Healy, you know? Healy's goal, Crowley's goal. Yeah, like, I mean, just have some shots, like, geez, five shots in three games. Let's try and have five shots on target this week. It would be great, lads. It'd be great. Um, Declan, your, your, your prediction, please. I, I, think, I think we can get a point out of it if we, as Scotty said, if we play for our strengths and get stuck into them, as I said, dark arts time, kick them, punch them, scratch them. Yeah. Claw them, whatever we need to do, but do whatever is required. Can I can I change my prediction? Yes. We're gonna win one nil. Okay. Good Just be positive. Yeah. No, I won't be positive. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. I don't think I've ever said this before. Unless the players start taking some pride in that jersey, we're gonna lose. Five nil. Healy will have surely put the shits up during the week. He's I fighting hope so. for his job. Well but we thought he'd do that too against after Pat's like, you know, I don't know. That's that the thing. At what that's stage? He, like, how many is how easy? How easy it is to change this squad for summer? How easy can you go out and say to certain players, "Look, we're not wanted anymore." Do you got to pay them off? Do you just find them a new club? What do you do? Like, 
No, you would probably have to pay off their contract. Yep. Well, there's no, there's no point in getting rid of them then. You might as well keep them. Just leave them training. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I so don't there think to... there would be... Would there be much of a desire to get rid of many of them? I don't think there would be. I think I think there's space. No, there's no. there's once, four or five once, once spots. They pull in the, the finger out. Once they pull the fucking finger out, like... But I think there's four or five spots in, in the squad to bring players in. I don't think the focus would be on moving players out to replace them with players. Like we're short anyway. We're short numbers wise. The problem is just pull the finger out. What do we need? Position wise, oh. left back, yeah, left we, back, yeah, we got left backs. We need depth, center, mid, midfield. Oh, we like, need midfield. Midfield yeah. needs an over. You know, we need depth somewhere. Like we've, we just need depth and like. A new, s- yeah, left back, centre back, centre mid, goalkeeper, prolific striker, again another one. I don't, I don't think that's as big. Uh, I don't think the striker is the biggest concern. No, it's, it's probably. The, but why do we only have five shots on target in three games? So, oh, if Ke- if Keating gets injured, or something happens to him. It's a serious problem. Right, we're on about our strike forces, Grady, but our up front. Confidence, yeah. Well, let's because against Rovers, yeah. Decky was yeah. saying start of the season that what happens when these shots and target team don't happen anymore, and it, it's happening now. We're not getting the shots and target, and it has to be to do with confidence because you can't go from scoring four, two, one, and then suddenly not get shots and goal. I'm going to try and cheer myself up. I'm jacking off with Decky. His favourite player is Jack Doherty. What else can I do? He wants to jack off with you. Jackie, give us a quick update on your favourite player in the world. They were beaten 2-0 away in that loan on Friday night, which was... a I think it's a disappointing result, really, because if they hadn't, if they'd managed to avoid losing that game, they would have went through the first round of games only losing to Galway and Waterford, which would have been, you know, a fair hmm. achievement if you want to use that word. But did uh, no, you have a fap? Is the question. <laughs> there was nothing to fap to. Two nil lost away in that loan. <gasps> Keegan Bull, balls Fran like Ru- watermelons. He has. <laughs> He's going to win to Friday's <laughs> game. <laughs> Fran Rocket sent off. <laughs> so no, no fab for deck this week. At least he didn't miss. A penalty, oh my god! Are we going to get him on? Can you imagine now having him on the podcast? She, well, Dickie would have his camera off for a start. Like, anyway, look, um, let's uh, just so there you go. That's our jacking off with Decky very, very quickly. Uh, I've, we've got this to do. It's our mailbox. Uh, right, okay. Uh, I, I, I couldn't get this out of my head during the week. The song? I was singing it all the time. <laughs> In a Jamaican accent. In a Jamaican accent, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you on the full version. Um, Billy Dorney said, very important, ask actually. I'm starting to go find me to send our boys to Lords Midweek. Appreciate a retweet. Novena for Lost Souls. Uh, it was help. We're clearly all over the gaff mentally. LOI Design says, lacking leadership and experience. No talk and communication on the pitch. Where do we go from here in the summer transfer window? No first team LOI players are going to be available only for a fee. Do you kind of think that in the summer you only get players who can't get their game somewhere else 
are they going to be good enough for for us? Or then you're going to get a couple of players from the UK who just want to kind of, you know, come home uh, for a payday. The only you way... Said la- you said last year, yeah. The only way you avoid that is by paying transfer fees. Mm. Is that something we'd be willing to do in the summer? Or, or, not? or the other possibility is these clubs want to get rid of players as well to get other players in. So it's like a food chain. Yeah. So say parts of a player they want to get rid of to bring someone in, we can get that player then and it'll be a free transfer because they'll just release them and we take them. Same way if Cove wanted one of our players and we want to get rid of him, we're just going to release him. Mm. Look, no? you know, I kind of said, but no? yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, I, but they're probably looking at players from England. Yeah, You're probably looking at players who are going to be released by English clubs in the summer who are looking to come home. No, he did quite well with Balger and Coffee two summers ago. We didn't. I'm trying to think. Last summer, did we? We didn't go into the market at all last last summer, did we? We didn't need to. Oh, we Louis Britton was the only one, wasn't it? That turned out well. That great day. That great day. Uh, uh, but it was genius. Took it was yeah. <laughs> top striker off our rivals. Yeah, he's scoring yeah. goals now over in the UK. Did you see that? His Instagram. He's always posting it. Anyway, the other post, the other post mailbox, um, it's, it's quite public actually. Dan, I don't know what you did to this boring Keen Coleman, but statement boring Keen Coleman. I have found Super Dan Casey, aka producer Dan, to be a great addition to the pod. I considered the first challenge, Dan, drinking a pint of glass, um, of our choosing to be a win for Dan. Yet, following, and here's the picture up, Dan, you the guns on you, Dan. Oh my god. Show us there, Dan. Actually, sure, like a NASA jumper. A NASA shot that is um, dead. Like, yeah. see, like that. Like, you. I'm just looking at that picture. Did you roll up the sleep? You did. Well, my Dan, that's that's fucking Photoshop. <laughs> the, the more I look at it, it's more Photoshop. I got. I'm gonna share the screen there with them there because, like, one second. <laughs> well, I tell you this much: if that's Photoshop. Look, he's doing punishment the, he's doing punishments for the rest of the, the rest of the pod like, the that, year. That, that is for I reckon it's photoshopped I promise no, it's just, you it's not no you know it's rolled inwards like this that's just yeah. the way it naturally sat because they're so yeah, big yeah, anyway. yeah of course that's it, yeah. ah no that's photoshopped I can see a bit of color. look under the right arm here Wayne um, I, you know, it looks a bit um yeah, it's not you. It's your head photoshopped on someone else's body. I would say. Anyway, um, let's just go. Let me just stop sharing that. And let's uh, just go back to this. Um, Dan has now adapted unnecessary shaping and trimming in the beard until nine points challenge. A forfeit, which was great. So more mustache, but you failed to produce performance. But we can see it tonight. You have done because yeah. if if you didn't, there's more other things. He wants it to require a thirty second clip. I'm too sexy with a shirt in the Barcelona top. That would prove that. It wasn't photoshopped, but I believe it is. You, you'd have to look for that person who held up that scarf and get them to do it. And he'd be like, and he'd be like, "I am so sexy for this shirt." Oh no, maybe that's my bad Spanish accent, but maybe he's French. You don't know. Um, but um, <laughs> then you could also host an episode of "Come Dine with Me" uh, of, of Totab for the end, tending to all needs, food and drink, dressed in a maid's outfit, uh, or you could be sent Ooh. to. Do a toe tap vox pop on Panna in a shell jersey, asking people why is Dublin better than Cork? Uh, I'll tread five. Dan goes to a Cork City home in a shed in a full suit formal wear. I feel for full integrity of challenge Dan to be maintained. These actions must be taken. 
I genuinely, th- you know, we will get that number photo. Three, number, you, th- number three is good, I think. Number three is the one where he's going, he's sent to um, Antipana, is it? To, yeah, in a shell so, jersey. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. going to buy a shell jersey for that. I, I, I have a Dublin one from when I was about 14, so. This is, what? This is Jesus what? Christ, what? What's going on here, like? Hang on. What? Well, look, hang on. I, I, did, I did once buy a Dublin City jersey. What? Dublin City, greatest team ever. Athana yeah. Cuckoo. Carlton Palmer. What a team. Dan, we, we get, we'll get the photograph up. Um, so by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be on Twitter. He does genuinely have a uh, a good start to the moustache. And let's hope, let's hope uh, that it continues on for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I know we're kind of praying that, you know, City don't win though. But, you know, what's better, <laughs> City winning or Dan having a great moustache? I don't know. It's tough. Final thoughts. Wayne. Just, 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 just show some pride in the shirt. Hundred percent, Declan. Yeah, it's 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 really no excuses time now. Really no excuses time. There's tough fixtures coming up. We understand that, but no, no more excuses. Dan. Uh, Born Keen Coleman is the only one who gives a. <laughs> Smoke challenge then. <laughs> he has it out for you. He, he has he has taken real ownership of it in fairness to him. But he's he's not born King Cole anymore. That's quite disappointing. He, yeah, he his parody it's account like, is gone, I think. Isn't it's it? like he has two accounts and his parody's gotten bigger than his personal one, so he's taken over his parody to be his personal. Hmm. Yeah, the parody seems to be gone actually, doesn't it? Yeah, remember the old yeah, anyway. He's, he's got very statistically, uh, actually. I, I wonder if does Declan, Declan could be. Yeah, anyway. Very statistic, actually. He was at the game, actually, on UCD on Friday night, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't know he was there. Otherwise, I would have went over and said hello to myself. <laughs> My final thoughts are, completely agree. Pull the finger out. You're playing for Cork City. The jersey should be more motivation to you than anything else in the world. Adios, amigos. Adios. 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 The Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.